millionaires this is centuria george the millionaire mommy and i am back with hopefully your favorite podcast today today is january 19th 2021 if i sound a little bit different i just want to let's do some housekeeping y'all if i sound a little bit different Somebody decided to go get braces, and so she probably sound like she got some extra padding in her mouth because she does, Um, and somebody is me. So I have braces, guys, and I probably sound just a little bit different, and if you can't tell, I guess I just gave away my secret. But um, today, this podcast, actually, speaking of braces, that is my way of bettering myself fixing my teeth. Um, I honestly was really disappointed with my teeth. They were not bad to the average eye. And I say that because many people couldn't really tell that I had problems. Um, I was born without two teeth. And so as a child, when my teeth began to fall out, you know, when you're going through the snag a tooth phase, um, my two teeth that were not up there, they never came down. So my teeth shifted into um, the correct place. And so I didn't have any spaces, but um, over the course of time, um, things just, it didn't align well. So um, I wanted to straighten that up and I wanted to do this for quite some time. I'm going to say probably about eight years I've wanted to take care of my teeth and I never did because it is really expensive, but I decided that this year I am going to invest in me. Actually, I decided last year, 2020, I was going to invest in me and I did, but they didn't have any appointments until 2021. So, um, okay. With all that said, all of our housekeeping and cleaning and information out of the way, Today, I want to come to you and I want to talk to you about a topic that is so near and dear to my heart, and that is weight loss, weight loss, weight loss journey. So I, um, for those of you that listen to my podcast, you probably can't tell. And if you haven't seen me on any type of social media, whether that is YouTube or Instagram or Facebook, I am a plus size, full figured woman. And I have always, always been heavy, always been overweight. And, you know, now this is a side note. So um, throughout my life, people, I think that people do this to try to make you feel a little bit better about yourself. Like maybe they feel bad about you. So they want to make you feel better or they want to make themselves feel better about you. Um, people would always tell me, oh, you just big boned And y'all listen, if somebody told you that they lying to you, she lying to you, he lying to you, you shouldn't be their friend because they lying to you. There's no such thing as big bone. All bones are the same. And you big. <laughs> Straight up, you big. And um, I've always been big. So uh, my mom, most of the women in my family, I don't think that there's very many women in my family that are not big, to be honest with you. Like, I don't think there's any women in my family that are not big. Yeah, there's really not. But that doesn't mean that I have to be one of those women. That doesn't mean that I have to join in. And to be honest with you, I developed a lot of my bad habits from home. So the first thing I want to talk to you about is always being heavy and overweight and really the role that it, it played in my life. And then the second thing I'd like to discuss with you about is about where I got my bad habits from. So um, in reference to always being heavy, 
Um, I think that it's something that when you grow up like that, or when you grow up with that mindset that this is how our family is, or this is how, um, you know, the women, or this is what we do, then it makes it more, it it normalizes it. And I don't want to say that being plus size or having, being larger is not normal. I think that honestly, it is the new normal. But along with that extra weight comes some problems, you know. Um, For me, I am diabetic. Now, I was hypertensive, which thank God I'm no longer hypertensive. But I've been diabetic for the better part of 10 years. And it started out as gestational diabetes. And with the second baby, uh, it stuck around. And I haven't been able to get rid of it. Um, I've lost weight, I've tried to take care of my eating, or monitor or maintain. And a lot of that has played a really big role. And when I say play a big role, I'm no longer taking diabetic medication. But my sugars are not as controlled as they should be. So I have trouble filling my hands. I have trouble um, sometimes with my feet, more so my hands than my feet. Every night at bedtime or in the middle of the night, I can't feel my hands. So my hands or my arms, usually my elbow and below goes numb. I will have to get up. I have to walk around. I might have to move around, whatever it is. But my sleep is interrupted almost every night. And being that I don't take diabetic medication, I... I've consulted with my physician and they've instructed me to do so. So I did, I started to take it, but then the exercise regimen that I have is a little bit too rigorous for the medication. So it makes me really dizzy and it brings my sugar, my sugar or glucose levels down really low. And what that does is it makes me either pass out or like confused and I don't like that feeling. So because I feel like my doctor wasn't listening to me, I literally stopped taking the medicine. And um, I know that that is bad on my part. I shouldn't have done it. But if I'm telling you that I'm dizzy, I'm about to pass out while I'm on the elliptical, I think that you should pay attention to me. And they're not. My A1C, which for those of you that are not familiar <laughs> with uh, diabetic lingo, um, A1C is your the level your blood sugar levels over the course of three months. So they take your blood and they literally measure your levels over the course of three months, and they give you an average number. So. Um, 7.0 is not normal, but it is well controlled. Anything below six or six and below is you're not diabetic. And I am at a 7.0, which is really, really good. So sometimes I go below a 7.0. I'm usually anywhere from a 7.1 and, and below. And that's really, really good. So I really didn't understand the reason behind not changing the medication, but that's really where we are. I'm having complications and I'm struggling with this comorbidity, which is diabetes. 
and I need to to get rid of that so I am on a weight loss journey so with this weight loss journey I do want to make sure that I let you guys in and I let you know exactly what I'm doing um I have sought the help of a bariatric surgeon and uh bariatric surgery is pretty much a weight loss surgery I'm gonna do I'm going to say what I normally call it. It's fat surgery. (laughs) Um, It's fat surgery. If I offended y'all, listen, it's fat surgery. And what it is, is they are going to restrict the amount of food that I can intake. And what that will do is, one, it will decrease the amount of weight, excess weight that I have on my body. And two, it is going to eliminate diabetes. So the process of eliminating diabetes is the rerouting of the the intestines. So um, the particular surgery that I am uh, going for is called the duodenal switch or the DS. Now... That particular surgery is, it's a combination of two surgeries. It is a combination of the gastric sleeve and a combination of the um, gastric bypass. They literally combine both of those together. And this is the absolute most effective surgery. Literally after waking up from surgery, 98% of individuals are no longer diabetic. And then the other 2% of individuals, they are no longer diabetic within two to three days after surgery. So those are really, really good odds. And um, since we're on the honest, honesty train, um, I've already had bar- bariatric surgery. I did have bariatric surgery two years ago. Oh, no, that's a, that's a lie, three years ago. And I did lose a total of 75 pounds. For me, 75 pounds was not enough. I wanted to be around the 100 pound range, but I lost 75 pounds. I was doing really well. That is how I have been able to maintain uh, my sugar levels without medication. And um, I've done well. When the pandemic started, I still exercise, but I didn't have as much equipment in my home as you would have at your gym. So I wasn't losing the way that I was losing when I would go to the gym and I was the look the refrigerator was readily available and it was happy for me to open the door so I started eating and I put on 25 30 pounds and that's really for me that's not great and now my complications from diabetes are back and we got to get rid of that so I just did a whole lot of talking and ranting and raving but I am this is going to be kind of a series and I want to take you along my journey uh you can look at my videos because I'm going to be recording my journey as we go along via YouTube my channel is uh the millionaire mommy on YouTube so if you'd like to see me and see my journey please join me in those videos um so particularly this this podcast was really talking to you about me always being overweight and heavy and how I developed my habits so um like I said we've already talked about always being heavy and overweight y'all I don't know nothing different like I don't know what it's like to be under 200 pounds I don't know what it's like I I, I can't recall 
<laughs> my adult life, I've, I haven't been under 260 pounds. So I have no idea what it's like. I don't know what it's like not to have a fat roll. I don't know what it's like not to have stretch marks. I'm not sure what it's like to be able to shop in a regular size like the the regular size section don't know what it's like have no clue y'all I ain't never seen a size 14 or not plus size because I think plus size might be te 14 might be teeter-tottering on plus size I ain't seen nothing I ain't I listen nothing ain't even listen I've been a 22 24 majority of my life uh Prior to 2017, September, I'm sorry, September of 2018, I was like a 26, 28. That was the biggest I've ever been. Uh, my highest weight was 385 pounds. That was the day that I gave birth to my third baby. Um, the lowest that I can recall being is... 269 pounds and that was sometime in 2019 so I don't know what it's like I have never experienced not being overweight not being heavy not being obese I don't know what it's like to go to the doctor's office and they not tell you that you need to lose weight you know come on come on y'all know how they do you get to the doctor's office and they tell you you know, uh, well, this, you got a headache, you got a straight up headache, you know, well, if you would lose maybe 10 pounds, or if you, you know, went in the, the direction of starting the process of weight loss, like the, everything that's going wrong with you is associated with you being fat. I don't know what it's like to go in a doctor and just the doctor's office and just be talked to like I'm a normal person. And I'm not some obese rhinoceros sitting in the corner. I don't know what it's like. So, um, developing my bad habits. Yep. I got that from home. I got it from home. I'm sure a lot of us have got, you know, bad habits from home, but literally mine came from home. My mom was overweight. My mom was really big. Um, as a kid, she was really big. And when I became a teenager, she started to lose weight. Uh, she started to drop weight and she, I mean, she was just dropping at one point. I don't know what my mom was doing y'all, but she was just dropping. And, um, I know that at one point in my life, my mom was like 500 pounds and, uh, the worst that she was diabetic as well. The worst her diabetes got, uh, they put her on all this medication and metformin is, uh, 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 Metformin is a medication that will reduce your glucose levels and it has the effect of weight loss because what it does is sometimes it makes you go to the bathroom. Being honest, it'll make you poop quite often. So that's what she did. And she was just dropping weight from her diabetic medication. So at one point she was real skinny, <laughs> not skinny, like you know, in, in like she lost all this weight. It's skin skinny as in I've never seen her be that small. But yeah, she was still big. Um, so my mom, like I said, she was diabetic and she would she ate whatever she wanted to. Uh every Thursday in our house, we went out to eat to a restaurant, if not every Thursday, every Friday, sometimes twice a week. My mom bought all kind of sugary cereals and now listen. 
I know what I'm about to say gonna sound crazy and that's why I'm saying it. So my mom would say, oh no, 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 I don't approve. Breakfast is the most important meal of the day and I don't approve of you eating all that sugary cereal for breakfast. You can't eat all that. Go get you something, some some wholesome food. Now, the funny thing is she would buy all of the sugary cereal, right? Sugary cereal usually is for breakfast, right? She would buy it and then tell you that you couldn't eat it because it it was too sugary. But what she was willing to do was take you to McDonald's every morning and get you an Egg McMuffin, two Egg McMuffins, two hash browns, and a soda or something. Like that wasn't, you know, that sugariness was a lot better than the sugariness in the cereal. So my mom was all confused and I developed my poor habits from her. Um, if we were happy, we ate. If we were sad, we ate. If we were depressed, we ate. If we didn't know what to do, we ate. <laughs> so it, eating is something that I'm familiar with. Eating is what I know. Eating is a coping mechanism. And uh, my mother did pass when I was 18. So she's not around for me to ask her how she handled stuff but I can guarantee eating was her coping mechanism too and to be honest with you eating is an addiction people laugh people joke people don't believe it but eating is a straight addiction eating is there is the same as drugs literally eating is the same as drugs you get the same high you you feel good about it it makes you feel better eating is an addiction and I'm gonna be honest I'm a food addict I like it I like to think about it I I can sit up and wonder (laughs) about all the great things that I'm going to eat. Like after surgery, my first surgery, no lie, I I smell oranges. (laughs) And I know that sounds crazy, but I literally smell oranges. I could smell oranges. I was like, I need an orange. What? Oh my God, I need an orange so bad. It's food is an addiction and I have a problem with that. So um, as a child... My eating habits stemmed from my mom. I would do what I saw her do. Everything that she did is what I did. The way that we ate, the way that I treated food, how I handled food was what she did. It was just like her. And I grew up with that. I didn't know it to be any different. My mom, I and listen, y'all, she had all the tools in her toolbox to take care of herself and she just didn't. And I don't want to beat up on her because to be honest with you I didn't know either so she didn't know and I know that she didn't know I didn't know it takes you being proactive about you it takes you being proactive about your life and caring about you to stand up for what's right and this is me standing up for what is right this is me standing up and saying that I want better I want to do better and I do not want to be like her in any way and I'm striving for that now yes this is my second bariatric surgery but as I stated, the first was to to see if it would resolve my diabetes, and it did not. So the second one will re- resolve the diabetes. It's a two-part surgery. So technically, I'm just going back to get the second part. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's where we are. Like I said, I wanted to make this into a series. So this was just a little bit of a breakdown to ease you into this series, let you know where we are, let you know what's going on to tell you a little bit about me, my weight loss and my journey. So my next podcast will be on Thursday, January 21st. And I 
already outlined some things that I'd like to speak with you guys about. So um, I think that we damage ourselves when we don't know what to do especially with our eating and relationships we when you don't know what to do sometimes you can mess things up and that's pretty much where I am I've not known what to do I wasn't taught what to do and I mess things up so bad that here I am trying to correct things um And so I just want to talk to you guys about that. We're going to go a little bit deeper. So join me for the next podcast on Thursday. Um, I hoped that you guys enjoyed my topical news Thursday. This Thursday, like I said, I will not be doing a topical news podcast. This will be about my weight loss journey. So the uh, probably about the next four podcasts will be about weight loss. Once again, if you guys want to see me and to see my journey and to watch it versus listening to me you are so welcome to join me and all of my subscribers over on youtube once again my channel is the millionaire mommy and i'm hey as the millionaire squad we'd love to have you so come on over to youtube and join us if you're interested Thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate you guys. And always come back now.